With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Hey, everybody. This is Tom Hayes in Boston, Massachusetts, Beantown, USA. We got another beautiful broadcast. Amazing day. Let's your mind. Always get. Back to the show track. Rudy Garibo, all the way from Las Vegas, Nevada. Rudy, how are you today? Good. I woke up, Tom, so that's a good time. Well, we have a a couple of things to talk about. One of them, I was really surprised and happy to get a a text from Susanna last Saturday night that they were live streaming, Facebook live streaming, Frankie Valley. uh, Oh, they went to the show. They went to see Frankie Valley. Yep. And they, uh, they put it on Facebook. Yeah. Saturday night, it was unbelievable. Frankie, uh, uh, he gave them uh, first-class seats, backstage passes, and everything. He did the whole routine. Well, you see, like, Frankie's from the old school. You know, when I was at the Sahara doing the shows there for two years, all all the hotels used to call one another and give out comps. And when you gave out the comp, you you put them up front, then you gave them backstage passes. So Frankie remembers those days. I love it. Hey, Rudy, we got a caller. Hey, Rudy, we got a uh, caller. Yeah, you got a caller. Glenn Brooks. Yeah. Go ahead. Who have we got? Glenn Brooks from the People's Band. The People's Band. (laughs) (laughs) Glenn Brooks, the bass player. Singer, Tom, how are you? How are you, Rudy? Hello. Hey, Rudy, how are you? Hello, hey, Rudy. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Rudy, how are you? Yeah. Good. How are you? This is the people's band. Yeah, this is Glenn, the bass player, Glenn Brooks. Glenn Brooks, uh, the bass player. <laughs> you know, it's almost up fifty years that we opened. In my yeah, hand. it's for me to remember everybody, but I remember the people band. I remember the name. You and yeah, don't don't you remember that good bass player? I remember the best bass player. <laughs> he was the that, best. That's me. That's me. Yeah. Remember, I came back with my brother Chris Dalgarn Wright. Thank you, Rudy. I appreciate that. I love that time at the at the Sugar Shack. Thanksgiving, I went and saw. Uh, I went to Boston and I saw uh, uh, Sam. You know, Big Sam of the Lords and and uh, uh, um, Phil. 
we all got together the last Thanksgiving, so that was really nice, man. You know? Yeah, that's really good. Was, uh, what's yes, his sir. name? Woody, Woody still there? Yeah, Woody. Sam. I said Sam, but yeah, Woody. Yeah. I got together with Woody and Seal. Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was fun, man. We reminisced. We had a good time, man. You know? That was that was a good time. That was a good time to be an entertainer and playing music. You know? Right. Right. Those, those yeah. were those days where the music meant something and uh, the songs was great and everything. Today, it's all... The people were great too, huh, Rudy? The people were great. Everybody dressed up, you know, and you nightclubs five, six, seven, eight nights a week. We used to say eight because you did a matinee back in back east. That was eight nights a week back east. But I loved it. Loved it. So thank you, Rudy. You've been so kind to me through the years, always through the years. You brought my brother back after the band dismantled. Me and he, he and I played as a house band for a while, so I really appreciate it. And I want everybody to know that Rudy Greeno is a great, great friend of mine. Thank you, Rudy. Yeah, welcome, and uh, let's hope we uh, run, it, run into each other again, and uh, we're trying to get a concert going, and if we do, we're going to have all the artists that played the shack. So put Let me know. I, put your I'm name Brian Brooks. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook with your daughter and everybody, so they know me. Oh, they know you. All right, you, you have a contact number, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I talk to your daughter every now and then. She'll write back to me. Yeah, she knows. She she knows that uh, that you you're one of my great friends. Yeah. All right, my uh, friend. Uh, all right, all right, my friend. Okay. I will thank you so much for the time. Take care of yourself, man. Stay strong. I love to love to play again. Uh, yes. Hey, Graham. Yes, sir. Can you stay on? Yes, sir. Yes, I can stay on. Yeah. No, I can stay on. I don't have to go. Well, we got a, I got a lot of questions. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I love answering. Rudy thinks that he, he has to get the people off immediately. And I want to talk to people because you guys, I got the chills here listening to you because I was, I was so passionate about the Sugar Shack. I was just a little, a little guy from uh, Roxbury, Massachusetts. And, uh, um, oh, yeah. My, uh, fiance and wife at the time, we used to go there every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm -hmm. and just oh, man. Oh, man. Look, we, my band, we were from, well, I'm from Illinois, but we were all out in Los Angeles. So we, uh, except for uh, um, Doc, the singer and the drummer, he was from New York, but he was still out in L.A. So none of us had been there, been back east before. So when we came back there, we didn't even know what to expect, man, were we, it was just such a delight, man. It was, uh, and we had played at the Sands Hotel uh, on the same show with uh, Bill Medley. I got the marquee, if you guys want a picture of the marquee. Uh, we did that for like a month or something like that, three months or three months. And then we flew from uh, uh, Vegas to uh, Boston. You know, them guys are saying, well, all right, uh, 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 this is the way it is. And we're like, oh, man, we, we thought they were just jiving. We're talking about the Lords. You know, we just thought they were jiving. But when we got there, man, them guys was really big, really big, you know. And so uh, the Lords and the people, our group, uh, the groups just got together and they fit so well. Uh, we were from California. They were from Boston. They came out and they had a band. Their band quit them out in L.A. So they needed another band. So they hooked up with us. And it just was just magic music, man. I mean. It was, every night was magic, you know, and it was fun. So I can tell you a lot of funny things. Um, we were, uh, the band was really conventional. Okay, the band was really conventional, you know. Yeah, okay, we wasn't really conventional. So 
you know, we wore things like bib overhauls. We had them tailor-made. We had white, you know, painters. I had them tailor-made. We wore stuff like that. And so the Lords were saying, you guys got to get black suits. We're like, we ain't getting no black suits. We're not average band. We're like, you guys got to get black suits. So finally, let's get ready to play at the uh, New England Conservatory. We were. They said, we're playing at the conservatory. You guys got to get black suits. So we went to the garment district in Boston and bought tails, tucks, tails, everything. You know what I'm saying? The cummerbund, the, 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 uh, the bow tie, tails. So when, when, you know, when we walked out there, we had tails. So we had our black suits, but they were in tails. So, you know, it was just fun stuff like that, man. And we traveled all over. Everywhere we played, it was a crowd. Everywhere we played, nobody knew us because, no, you know, we didn't have a hit record around the country. But the, the, uh, the show was just, it was a show. You know, they don't do that no more. People don't do that no more, they, you know. But it was a real good show. You know, our band had our own show, and then we played for a few minutes, then we'd bring those guys on, and they would just knock the socks off everybody because the Lords, in, in, indeed, was one of the finest singing groups that I've ever seen, you know. They were just really good, man. And still good so singers. You, you know, we're all two you guys played, you were, the, you were the band as well? Yeah, we were the band. Yeah, we were the band. Yeah, yeah. It was a four-piece wow. band. And, and I, I think I'm what made it... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, Rudy, <laughs> excuse me, Rudy called in a few, uh, oh, about six, seven months ago and told us an amazing story about Rudy getting them a gig out in Ohio. Were you involved in that? Yeah. Yeah, I was in Ohio where the, where the, the, the owner ran off with the cash register, so we were stranded. So <laughs> we called Rudy. We were stranded, right? So we called Rudy and we said, hey, what we're going, you know, what we, what we do? Rudy said, look, I'll just send you guys some money. You got to rent a truck, pile your stuff in, and come on back to Boston. So, and, you know, we were in Cleveland, right? <laughs> so we waited till it was dark, rented the truck, backed the truck up. There was uh, like five of us, and we had a roadie, so there were six of us. And we always made a big uh, uh, um um, a big splash when we went to, to you know, airports because we had all that damn equipment. Everybody could tell we were musicians. We're scared as hell trying to get out of Cleveland, you know, before anything happens to us. And so uh, we get to we get to the airport, and this is the honest to God truth. We get to the airport, we get all the stuff in, you know, all the, we get all our, our music equipment on and stuff. I'm going up the elevator, and as I'm going up the elevator on the other side, I see the owner, the Cleveland guy from Cleveland coming, coming down the steps. And he knew me because I was kind of like one of the negotiators. So I ducked down, got into a phone booth and called my brother in California and said, hey, man, if I'm not around, here's the story. I told him the story. But we, we, got, uh, we, got a, we got away and we got back to Boston. But I was in Rudy's office when they called. So they were going to come. They wanted their money or us. You know, so they were going to come to Boston, and Rudy, who uh, who owns Boston, told them no, and no, uh, no, in certain terms, and I'll keep it like that because we're on the radio. He told, he told Rudy, told them to stay in Cleveland. So, uh, uh, they never did come, but yeah, that was that was a that was a kind of different thing there, right there. You know. Uh, <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a true story. And, and you know, it was it was like it was like Thanksgiving. It was like Thanksgiving. And the guy who he who the the uh, owner of the uh, hotel, he had just given us a bottle of real good scotch or something before he left. Because you know, uh, 
but uh, what happened is we was playing, we were staying at his hotel and playing at another venue. And he had a smaller venue at his hotel, and he wanted us to play there. So he told the guy that where we were playing to take a powder, and those people left. We got there, and that was all locked up. So there was nothing else for us to do but sit there, and, and we had to pay the money off because in those days, when you went on the road, you stayed, and then you played at the end of the week, you know? So we're, we're, we're into him for a week's worth of, of lodging, see? So he, he figured we'd stay there and, and work it off. But we called Rudy, and Rudy said, hey, man, come on back to Boston. So that's what we did. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, for the time, for the life, for the life. You know, you know, and, and, and when we that we were in Cleveland. When we were in Cleveland, we saw the LJs. Uh, they came, a couple of guys, and they said we had to come because their wives had came to see this act, and the wives kept coming back. So these guys said they had to come to see who the wives were coming to see, because you know, like I said, the Lords didn't. They didn't have a a hit hit song or anything like that, you know. But man, nobody hardly knew us, and the people we didn't either. But once we got there, the show was just so good, man. It was just so good. Everybody in the Lord sung leads, so they traded off leads. We had people in our in, in the band who sung leads and, and stuff too, and the band was just good. And we just, you know, it's one of those things where the uh, group and the band just comes together and really hits. You know, great, great time, man. Great time. You know, I just I'm so glad that you called in, Rudy. You remember? <laughs> Rudy, you gotta be laughing your butt off about that story. Yeah, those were the good old days. We had the <laughs> Yeah, all the episodes, huh, Rude? Yep. Hey, and and yeah. all Rudy and all the guys, they all, all Rudy and all the guys. They you know we they got along with us because we didn't. The band didn't have a manager. We managed our own self. So I think Rudy and them kind of like that because you know we just were hard workers and hustlers. So you know, and we just got so that we just. We were more family than, you know, than uh, uh, anything else, man. You know, we became a part of that, of that Sugar Shack family. Still am. You know, I'm really proud of, proud of that. Really proud of that. The Lodge the and the people were uh, a steady band there. We, they bailed us out. I, I told Tom a while when Sam and Dave show up, Woody went in rush, get the band and everything, and took the stage. And save the week. Because, uh, yeah, they reached. It was packed, huh, Rudy? It was packed. Every night it was packed. Every night it was packed. Yeah. The place was the hot spot. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I told Rudy that right there today in uh, Graham in Boston, right here today, it's about 60, mm-hmm. 65 degrees. I called Rudy last morning mm-hmm. uh, on a day that's similar to this, and I said, you know, Rudy, it's just hitting me that one of the best times to go to the Sugar Shack was springtime when the uh, flowers started mm-hmm. to come out and the trees started to blossom mm-hmm. in the common. Mm-hmm. And I said, mm-hmm. you could walk down, and I, I'm just thinking, if this was 50 years ago, I could leave my house. I live in South Boston right now. I could leave my house, drive mm-hmm. about two miles, Go in and catch two sets of Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On any mm-hmm. night, Ray Charles or Stevie Wonder mm-hmm. or, or uh, oh my you know, God, or, or nice man. Yes, it yes. was unbelievable. It was so nice. Man. It was unbelievable, and that's you know that was the music breathed in too because it was all it was natural and it was original and natural. You know what I'm saying? Music nowadays. 
they tape so much that that it just loses it just loses the flavor because you know the music you, you're going for emotions music you know what I'm saying music and the entertainment this is emotions and you got to capture emotions that's so much different that and we played a lot more in those days you know you can't there's there's no place you can't play seven nights a week unless you're at a casino nowadays you know you can't play seven nights a week like we did you know we went from city to yep. city Rudy sent us from city to city you know Rudy managed us and we went all over you know. Yeah. I, we're know, up and down. Yeah, I remember I remember your group now, you're right. You guys used to come out in those bib overalls. There you go. Yes, yes we did. We came out in those bib, bib overalls, yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and Rudy, <laughs> yes. Yeah, we had bib overalls, you know, and we had those, um, and uh, that was during the 70s. Now, our Paisley uh, shirts, you know, pink and white and blue stuff like that. We had, they were white. You know, I had mine tailored. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Rudy, I talked to Al Morris. He's a guitar player. I talked to him about two or three days ago, and I gave him the number. I I told him to call in, too, so I'll, hopefully he'll call in, you know. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's yeah, good. yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. And look, yeah, yeah. let me know when you're going to do it. I'll help you put that together, uh, the music thing, if you want me to. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, yeah. Time, we get a few okay. bites. Uh, Good. Sooner or later, somebody's going to come through. Yeah, I understand. I really do. I really do. Hey, look, I'm going to leave you guys. Uh, much love and stay blessed, Rudy. And, and I'm sorry, I don't know the, uh, the, 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 uh, your name, sir. Hey, Glenn, Say it again. Glenn, yeah. Glenn, do you spell your name G-R-A-M-M? No, G-L-E-N-N. Oh, G-L-E-M-M? N-N-N. Oh, yeah, Glenn. 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 Yeah, I'm Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, What's yeah. That? And your last name? Brooks. B R O O. B Brooks. B R double O K S. Great. And I got your number here. I won't give that out, but I'm going to give you a call yeah. because uh, it, uh, this yeah. is a great call. Thank you so much for calling oh, in. Oh, I want to get together with Woody. Woody. When I, where do you live? Can we ask you where you live? I, I live in Illinois. Right now, I'm saying I'm, okay, I'm living from Illinois. I'm back in Illinois right now. And look, I want to get these so I can send some pictures so you can see the pictures and everything. Okay? Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for the call. Okay. Oh, my pleasure. My absolute, my absolute pleasure. Uh, pleasure. And Woody, stay blessed. Rudy, right. I said. Rudy, stay. Yeah, stay blessed, brother. You know. And and tell your daughter I said thanks for being. You know, uh, keeping me in touch with you. All right. All right. Take All care. Right. Give my best to Woody, too. Okay. Yeah, we'll do. I, I will. I'm going to call Woody right now and tell him I just finished talking to you. Thanks, yeah. Glenn. Thanks, can guys. Can I tell you one quick thing? Yeah, can I tell you yeah, one take, quick thing, Yeah, take your time. I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a big hurry. Go ahead. I'm not in a hurry. Go ahead. Okay. When Woody... When Woody called it, oh, if you're not in a hurry, don't go away. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Just calm down. Calm down. <laughs> no, this is me, man. Know. Rudy can tell you. Rudy can tell you. This is me. I'm a, I was always 199 miles an hour, man. That's just me, you know. And remember, I was. If, if, you, if you saw the group, I was a bass player who was jumping around before any other bass players was jumping around. You know, I was running around because I couldn't stand still. That music could get to you, you know. Well, you know, so I was these, uh, these podcasts don't go away. These stay forever. So these will be on the internet forever. And so we're recording Ooh. history right now. And that's why we're oh, so overjoyed that 
called in. Oh, yeah, this is, you can listen to this again. You just uh, go to the link. You'll see it on Facebook. And uh, Okay, yeah. You just yeah. I'm on Facebook, too. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah so you yeah. go to the link, you'll be able to hear yourself. You'll be able to hear this uh, podcast. But when yeah. Woody, one of the funniest things that we're going to put in the, uh, we're going to do a documentary, obviously, and one of the things we want to talk about is Woody said, that when, he used to hang in the office all the time with uh, Rudy. And he right. said, even he though he didn't speak Italian, that whenever Rudy started speaking Italian, do you know what Woody would do? Leave. Woody would run out of the office. Cause so would I. So would I. Italian. So, so would I. We all left. Yeah, we knew when to leave. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and the club... <laughs> And the clubs that we the clubs that we played out through, through the states was all you know were mostly Italiano, you know what I'm saying? So you yeah you knew when when to stay there and when to leave. Yeah, shit. Yeah, you knew when to leave. You know? Hey, I only seen Rudy mad once, and that was when that guy was threatening to come back from Cleveland, and I'm like, oh, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna disturb this man because he was mad, and he told the guy in no uncertain terms to not you know leave his leave him and his guys. He probably will stay there in Cleveland. You know, and uh, they didn't come either, you know, and I saw that, you know, and I got out of there. Yes. And, and, and the fact that, see, we didn't have no managers, so we managed ourselves. So we was in Rudy's office a lot, too, you know. And so, yeah, yeah. he was there a lot, man. I mean, oh, yeah, it was, okay. it was more of a it, it was way more. It was, it was like a family, way more than just a band and, and, and a, 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 a nightclub, over, you know. We've interviewed about 18 groups, everybody from Cool and the Gang down to uh, mm-hmm. uh, Tavares. To, uh, mm-hmm. We've got these people all, all on uh, tape to uh, George Clinton, to Eddie mm-hmm. LaVert, Walter Williams, and everybody mm-hmm. has the exact same thing that you say. The Sugar Shack <laughs> and Rudy family. Family. Yeah. Yes. Yes, definitely family. Yeah, the, First thing I think of is family. No club, yes, sir. No other club that did that for you guys. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Listen to this. Uh, when my the people broke up, I was in Los Angeles, and my brother, my, I had a younger brother who was nine years younger than me and was just getting out of college. So uh, he got out of college, and I came through Illinois, and we started a band, and uh, we wanted to go back east. So called Rudy and Rudy hired me, the Brooks Brothers band. And so Chris and I jumped in and we went back east and we was a house band on and off, I don't know, two or three or four months till we got accustomed, you know, acclimated in, in, in back east. That's what Rudy did for me. You know what I'm saying? So he had me, wow. and, me and we were the house band there. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris and I, you, you know, know we, the, good day. You know, one of the things I love most about the Sugar Shack Obviously the acts, but I would be disappointed when the acts would come on stage because whenever the house band, when you cats warmed up and you started improvising, man, you mm-hmm. know that you'd get that going, and then you know somebody'd be working on an organ or you know a keyboard, mm-hmm. and you know you'd have ones mm-hmm. jump in. Guys were just playing. You want to talk about how you'd improvise before the show? Well, actually, actually what it was is. Our, our band was just really unconventional. Number one, we didn't have a keyboard. We just had a bass player who was me, guitar player, a saxophone and a trombone, and a drummer, but which made our sound unique. Plus, we were what you, we were an early what they call now funk. We were an early funk band. You know, we just put we put a lot of funk in there. Everything sounds really nice. Yes, yes, 
Yes. Yep. So we had a, you know, we were really good at that, but we could do ballads too, you know. Uh, our band, everybody in the band was uh, was was black except for our trombone player, who was a white guy, you know. And uh-huh. ev- everywhere we went, and most of the clubs were, you know, were were were, were uh, black clubs. They would fall in love with David Dalston, who was the trombone player. Uh, David, uh, <laughs> oh my God. oh man, yeah, he was just David had lungs. Number one, he was like six four, six five, and. 240 or something like that so he had lungs and man he would make that trombone just sing so we were just it was just a good band man just you know just loved it it's it's so great that we got to live through those days but you're right it's sad that that doesn't exist anymore man right right i would love to do it again oh my god everybody I would love to do it again. That's one reason why I took the time thanks uh, Thanksgiving. I went back east because I uh, oh I met my I w- met my wife at the Sugar Shack. I didn't tell you that. I met my wife at the Sugar Shack. Uh, you know, we have three daughters. Totally you know, and they're all in California. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. You know, well, number one, number one, Boston has a Boston yeah. has the most beautiful women in the world. Number one, you know. And when when my wife walked in, I told uh, I told Warren Harrington he was sung with the Lords. I told him I'm gonna marry her. And little did I know that I was uh, uh, I was predicting what was gonna happen. I ended up marrying her. So that's why we went back after I all the bands quick. So I went back to show her folks that I wasn't completely crazy, you know. So I went back and lived in that area for about uh, four or five years. You know, you know, I went to grad school. Huh? Are you? So we are down on the Cape. No, no, no. We're we're divorced, but our you know we're still we got three great daughters who who live in, in in California, and my daughter sang too, you know. And so I and and the family, I'm still we're all still really really, really close. Uh, her 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 cousin is Davy Lopes, you know. Her her mother and Davy Lopes' mother were sisters, so you know it's all that all the Lopes folks down on the Cape. Well, that's why I went wow. down there too to see those guys too. You know, great friends, man. And, and I went down there and saw those guys and went to Providence. And I went to grad school in Providence, you know, because I stayed back there for five years, you know. And I what ended up being a counselor. Music? Uh, counseling. Counseling. I was, I'd already had, yeah, counseling. I, I became a counselor at Bristol Community College in Fall River. Oh, yeah. And, and, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then I ended up, and I left there and, and came back through here, was a community center director for two years, went back out to Los Angeles, and I ended up being the uh, community services coordinator for the city of Pasadena. So, and I just retired maybe about four or five years ago from that. So, God bless you. Uh, and you still play still, music? Oh, yeah, I still play music. Yeah, I still play music. I've never stopped playing music. Never. Never. Oh, well. No. You know how yes, many sir. guys yes, have told us that they. They met their wives and vice versa. We had some women call in and they met their husbands. One of the things that all the groups talk about, we, uh, we, <laughs> um, what's his name? Miller, I think his name is from the main ingredient, Larry Miller. Mm-hmm. He told us in those days, he says, we played baby making music. Yes, we did. And, and the girls, were, the, the women back east were just beautiful. The ladies in Boston and probably the Cape and, just, oh my gosh, what a gorgeous lady. Yeah, and you know, there isn't an act that doesn't mm-hmm. talk about the women. No boy. Yep. Yeah, you know. Oh, oh, oh let me tell you this. Oh, I, I'll, I'll tell you this and I'll stop. On the way, the first time when we were flying from Vegas to, um, to Boston, the Lord said, okay, now um, 
they each had about two or three girls, you know, and say, you know, well, so-and-so has, you know, uh, Joanne, Connie, and, and Susan, and so-and-so. So they said, that's off limits for you guys, you know. And we were like, oh, man, that couldn't be. You know, nobody could be that deep in ladies. You know what I'm saying? And because we're, we're from the middle west and California, you know, they couldn't do that. That, that. that just BSing. We got there and it was actually true. I mean, there was just so many ladies in, in Boston, you know, and every one of them had about four or five you know, that were talking to them and stuff like that. You know how the entertainment was in those days. So yeah, yeah. they were they were truly uh, they were truly the lords, you know. They were truly the lords. You know. And we had a hey, we know. had a uh, we always got along though. We had a rivalry uh, who could outdo one another, but that was a friendly thing in terms of just making that. We wanted to make that stage so hot when they came on, they had to come on with it, you know, and they would come on with it. So, you know, the stage, like you said, the stage was already hot when they got there and they would just come on with it because those guys could go, boy. The Lords could go. You know? And we're, like I said, we're still friends. We're still absolute friends. I had so much fun with those guys this past Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Raise the bar. So, raise the bar. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Raise the bar. Nightly raise the bar. And we just got better and better and better. And, you know, we all said when I was out there in Thanksgiving with, with uh, Woody and, and Seal, we all said we don't even know why we broke up. To this day, nobody right. can remember why. You know, it, it was dumb, man, because no kidding. Everywhere we went, nobody knew us. At the, it would be like this. We'd go there and be hard, not very being there. People on Monday and then Tuesday would be a little more. Wednesday would be a much more. By Thursday, it'd be crowded, no matter where we went. Weekends would just be packed. Everywhere we went, that's how magic that music was, man. So we all tell ourselves, oh, yeah. we're pretty, pretty dumb to build that up. But, you know, we were young. Everybody's young in those days. And, and you know, you don't think like you think nowadays. You know. But uh, just uh, thank God for those time that we did spend together. I think it was like a solid year or maybe two years. I can't remember if it was a year or two years. But it was, you know, significant amount you, of time. Uh, a couple that, of the groups. Uh, a couple of the groups talked about Rudy's lasagna dinners. Did you ever have to, did you ever go to the lasagna dinners? Oh, Rudy took us all over, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He treated us like, he treated us like family. You know, he took us out to eat. We always like to go to uh, the Providence uh, building after, at night, the after hours joint. Oh, what was the name of that? It was in the, uh, the Pioneer. Huh? The, the Pioneer. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, you know, everybody was show there, you know, and everybody would be seen in those days. Uh, And so uh, that was fun, you know, and Rudy would be there and everything, you know. Uh, But uh, uh, Rudy had a guy that worked for him named Gooslow, you know. Oh, man, Gooslow was big. He was was great. Huh? He was enormous. He was like, uh, what's his name? Thank you. Thank you. I remember Jiggs He was about six, seven. Man, that guy was big, man. And he, you know, he, yeah, oh, man. And, and he'd come in and he'd say, Rudy said for you guys to go on now. So what are we supposed to do? Sit there and say, oh, no, we ain't going on. So we hop our asses up and get up and get on that stage, you know. <laughs> but it wasn't like that. I mean, he would just come back and tell us, you know, when it's time to go on like that. I mean, they, they didn't treat us mean or nothing like that. It was just. It was magnificent, man. That's why I'm sitting uh, talking about it today. Uh, and and not, every day something uh, comes to mind, you know, and I think about the, the Sugar Shack and all the stuff that we did. Now, we used to play back in the back, the cave, right? right. We went back in the Sugar Shack. Yep. did he own that too? Yeah. yeah. And we, yeah, if we wasn't playing in the Sugar Shack, we was playing in the cave. And, and we had our own falling. I'm talking about the people, you know. 
and we played in the cave, so it was just great. Absolutely great. Yeah. Hey, I'll let you guys go unless somebody else have a chance. Pardon me? No, 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 no. Uh, I don't have any other callers right now, so this is a... Uh, oh. No, you're bringing back so many great memories. Um, you know, yeah. we... Uh, we t- we went out we went out to Missoula, Montana, and, and met up with uh, George Clinton. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, and he no kidding. Yeah, I remember when them guys came in there. They came in. One guy was wearing a diaper and this crap when them guys came through. You know, what I mean, <laughs> they took it. They took it to the next level. They were a little younger than we were, so when they came through, they took it to the next level. You know, um, but you know what? I I know if Rudy would if Rudy would come to Boston, we come to Boston and get some venue someplace. And tell Boston, say the lords and the people are going to be there. There would be a crowd there. Undoubtedly, there would well, be a, still know, be a crowd. Old folks, I, I wouldn't have it late at night. I wouldn't do it late at night. They'd be asleep, but I'd do it early in the afternoon or something like that. There'd still be a crowd, you know. <laughs> There'd still be a crowd. Well, we're talking about, hey, Glenn, we're talking about putting together a, a festival. Yeah, he, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah hey, I'm going to be a part of it. You know I am? And uh, I I can help you guys out anywhere any way you want me to help out. Give me a call. You know. You got it. Uh, you got it. Uh, well, hey, I want to so ask great. you, guys, who was your favorite group that appeared at the shack? Uh, the Lords and the People. Of course. But after the Lords that, who else? Oh, after that, I, I liked I liked Jerry Butler when he came through. Jerry was all. Jerry was always so cool, you know. Um, who else was in there that came through when we were there? Um, um, I, I, Al Green, you know. Oh yeah. Love and happiness. See yeah. them guys. Um, you know. Um, let me see who else was on. I can't can't remember who all was there. I yet take a minute to remember who else we saw when we was at the at the shack. But there's a lot of people who came because what, especially when Chris and I was there. This was after the Lords and the people when Chris and I and the Brooks Brothers, we opened for a lot of acts. I'll have to ask Chris if he can remember who the acts are that uh, that we opened for back there, you know? Uh, who's well, Don Merrill, who's a real famous, famous saxophone player, played with us with Brooks Brothers back in those days. He's a, he's a real famous uh, uh, tenor player right now. And, and he was going to um, he was going to Berkeley uh, when wow. we got there, and this is in 70. Yeah. 71 of surrounding or something 73 so yeah who still played with us and um uh, we had a lot of guys when i was there it used to uh even though i was anxious to see the main act i was always disappointed when you guys left the stage because you just played some bad funk <laughs> we did no kidding we really did we really really did play some bad funk i got listen you got uh, go ahead Okay, you got two minutes. I want to play a Jerry Butler song. Yeah, play a Jerry Butler song. Here we go. I remember my first love affair. Somehow another the whole darn thing went wrong. But my mama had some great advice, so I thought I'd put it in the words of this song. I can still hear her saying, Boy, 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 she's sitting out there all alone. Crying your eyes out Cause the woman that you love is gone Oh, it's gonna be, that's gonna be A whole lot of trouble in your life Oh, so listen to me, get a 
Yes, I was singing along. Yes, sir. You know, uh, we made a tape at a uh, local TV station in Boston, but the guy lost it, and it was on beta or something like that. And that was the only live uh, tape of the Lords and the People. But I'm sh- I was sure we, we could find that, man, so people could see uh, what we're talking about, because it was just it was a spectacular thing to watch. There was 10 people on stage. Except for the drummer, that's nine. Nine people dancing and playing music and singing. It was just magnificent. It really was. Uh, yeah. And we took over yeah. everywhere we went, you know. It's yeah, we had a line out in, Cal- out in California at, at, at um, Maverick's Flash. There would be a line outside waiting to come in. At, uh, at Sugar Shack in Boston, there would be a line outside, you know. And, and as I say, didn't have a hit record. So, you know, that was a feat in itself, you know. Of course it was. So, um, of course. Real proud of them. Really proud of them. Really proud of them. Hey, uh, get on my Facebook. Hey, hey, hey get on my okay. Facebook and look in the photos. I thought there's some. I think there's a couple of pictures of a, of a of the band, of people's band. I don't have a picture of the Lords, but there, you know, there's a couple of pictures of the band. And if you can't find any, give me a call and I'll send you some. Okay. You, you got so my much. number, right? You got yes, my number. Yeah, okay, thank you so much, here. man. Thank you. Yeah, you and you and Rudy made my day, man. This is a small town where I'm from, Monmouth, Illinois. Monmouth, Illinois. I went to Monmouth College. That's the biggest thing here is Monmouth College. This is real nice, real good liberal arts college here. And I went to school here. You, my, all my, there was, there was uh, five boys and three girls. We all went to Monmouth College. Eight of us graduated. This past uh, homecoming, we were given the, uh, yeah, we this past homecoming we were given the Family of the Year award. And, uh, you know, it's like, it's like that. So, you know, I come from a great family. I've just been blessed. What can I say? Just blessed, man. Well, you know, so well, if you're around, 
I sure. If you're around Illinois, if you're on Illinois on the west side over by Iowa, by Quad Cities, Davenport, East Moline, Moline, Rock Island, around that area, Rock Island Line, please give a call. You know, even in Chicago, yeah, I'll come get you. I'll come get you. I'll come see you. Yes, sir. All right. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Tell Rudy I said thanks so much, man. I really appreciate it. I really, really appreciate it, you know. And looking forward to seeing him soon. All right. All right, man. All right. You all take care of yourself. Yeah, you too. All right. All right, Rudy. Bye now. (laughs) Well, Rudy, you just never know what's going to happen, right? Rudy? Yeah. We did an hour with him. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Well, it's amazing. Uh, I don't know if that would sell, but it's amazing the reaction of the people that that had an experience in the Sugar Shack. Oh, my God. Here it is 50 years later, and people are as excited as if it was they were there last night. Yeah, as it was there last night. That's beautiful. Well, and, and, you know, look at that, Rudy. None of us have. This is the beauty of uh, of the Internet, and I just, you know, we decided we had no guests, and we decided to uh, to do the show anyway and talk about old times, play some records, and then, bam, we get a great surprise like that. Well, if we were on every week, I think it would build, but for somehow well, it's do well, the, you know, a few things happened. The holidays happened. I wasn't around, but we'll get back on track. Yeah. Uh, you know, I noticed, like, we had 30 listeners to the last show. Is that right? Yep. 30, 30, that's pretty good. 30 listeners, no advertisement, no nothing. That's pretty good. Right. Right. Hey, Rudy, I don't know how long my phone's going to stay without the... I can hear the battery going, but let's play a song. Yeah, play a song and we'll sign off and uh, play uh, one of our favorites. Okay, well, I just... This one's been going through my head for two weeks, so I found it and let's play it. There we go. Uh, Hi, Rudy.
No one I've ever heard that one. Oh my God, that's the Spinners. Oh, the Spinners. Well, I never, I, I don't recall the record. It's unbelievable. Oh my God, Matt. Yeah, is that just something? I mean, again, I'm picturing the Sugar Shack and those on stage in that little area, just blowing the room out, man. How blessed were we to see that stuff? It's a shame the way. Uh, uh, the way the world changes, uh, uh, the yeah, music, well, uh, real music well, moves on and out, and the shit music comes in, <laughs> the canned music. Well, you know, we talked to Frankie Valley when we interviewed him. We said, what do you think of today's music? He said, what music? And yeah, uh, What music, right. Yeah. In fact, why don't we? Um, the phone is still working. I don't know how, but let's uh, let's do another song, and we got to play a tribute to Frankie Valley. Here we go. I want to hold it 
on Ru- Rudy Jr. put that on live uh, broadcast from Facebook. I don't know if you got to see the concert, did you? No, I, I didn't see it yet. I got to see no, it today, Rudy. though. Okay. Rudy, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. The concert, the Frankie Valley show, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, he still got it. He really knocked it out. He was amazing. Yeah, yeah he was. He was. Good old Frankie. We got uh, a lot of memories I have of Frankie. Unbelievable. Well, you know, this was a he, great show, Rudy. He's a gentleman through and through. He didn't forget. And uh, that's what's re- rewarding to me. Don't forget, we've got that footage, so you're going to see that. You know, him looking in the camera telling how much, how much he loves you. I hope I don't see it when I die. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to, Rudy, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. You hang in there. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> well, listen, we had a great show, didn't we, today? Yeah, it turned out to be all right. Turned out to be all right. So we'll keep up. That's right. I'm going to sign out with the Sugar Shack. And my old standby song, Sugar. Okay, have a great week, Rudy. We'll be back next week. All right, hang in there. All right. Crazy little shack beyond the tracks. Everybody calls it the sugar shack. Well, it's just a coffee house made out of wood. Stripped of coffee tastes mighty good. That's not the reason why I've got to get back up to that sugar shack. Oh, baby, to that shack. There's this cute little girlie, she's a working there. Black leotards and her feet are bare. I'm gonna drink a lot of coffee, spend a little cash. Make that girl love me when I put on some trash. You can understand why I've got to get back up to that sugar shack. Oh, baby, to that sugar shack. Yeah, honey, to that sugar shack. Oh, yes, to that sugar shack. Now that sugar shack queen is a married to me, yeah. Sit around and dream of those old memories Ah, but one of these days I'm gonna lay down tracks In the direction of that sugar shack Just me and her, yes, we're gonna go back Up to that sugar shack Whoa, to that sugar shack Yeah, honey, to our sugar shack Oh, yes Great show. All right, you take care.
All right, thanks, man. We'll be back next week, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.